Hello, heroes, and welcome to the third episode of Campaign SideQuest, Coneman and Tup, a Pepper Tup and Pine Coneman adventure. I'm Kat Cool, your host. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Field Notes. Field Notes brand, USA made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May. Now, sorry Coneman and Tup were away so long. January wound up being a much more intensely packed month than I could have imagined. I'm feeling pretty good about February, though, and I'm excited to start things off with everyone's favorite pint-sized P.I. Next, thank you to everyone who recently left a review on iTunes. Those reviews, especially the written ones, really help new people find the show. If you haven't written us an iTunes review yet, please consider it. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. The neon lights cut through the recycled fog on Findar Station, sending a message to the beings aboard. If you are scared, in danger, or otherwise facing the leviathan of Findar's criminal underworld, you are not alone. For a reasonable fee, plus expenses, you can hire Coneman and Tup, private investigators. Things heat up as it seems every loose end on Findar leads to the same Sordian knot lurking just below the station in waste management. Coneman and Tup need to cut through the din of corruption to find one honest soul aboard the station to set right all that has gone wrong. But is it too much to hope to find a faint pulse of justice aboard this cold metal corpse of a city? Uh, should we do the destiny roll? Yeah, let's start off with a force and destiny roll. <laughs> Ooh, two light side. A dark yeah, side. baby. Oh, light side. Three light side and a dark side. Hot whammies. Uh, let's start with Nemo. Yes. So Nemo, these three bounty hunters have just come out of the main door that you were watching. And now they have split off in three different directions, heading down this hallway. They've definitely cut it off so that you can't go back to the air vent where Tamlin was, and you certainly can't escape to the elevator without crossing one of their paths. Uh, but so what but right now I'm hidden, correct? Right now you are hidden. Well, remind me, am I armed? Yes. I believe you had a light blaster. Okay. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is there one that I could take out without the others noticing? So, actually, the way they have split up to search for you, you could go to either to any of them and, you know, try and initiate a combat with them and take them out silently. Perfect. What do they look like? What are they? So, there is Thrax. Thrax is the Trandoshan who has uh, the black scales and the reddish-orange eyes. He looks very strong and tough. He's built heavily, but he also only appears to be carrying a light blaster on him. So there is Half Squat, <laughs> who is a Chadra fan. He does not look very physically imposing. He does appear to have a heavy blaster that looks very large in his hands. Finally, there is Zonk. He's a Syrian and he's walked off on his way, uh, on his own way. Um, he does also appear to have a heavy blaster. But there was one, the first one had a light blaster, right? Yep. Thrax has a light blaster, but he also looks very physically imposing. Okay, which one would I have to go through to get to Tamlin the quickest? Uh, that would be Thrax. 
All right, bingo. I'm going after Thrax. All right. I want to try and sneak up on him. And two bike? I want to him? I want to sneak and two bike him. <laughs> okay, great. I'm loving where this is going already. So if I if I just shoot him, it'll make a noise and people will hear. If I sneak up to him and like put the blaster into his person and then shoot, would that muffle the sound? I don't know. It's, it's I guess a there's only one way to find take. out. <laughs> Yeah, so what this is going to require for you to do, he, he is walking down the hallway, coming towards you. You're in the closet. Uh, he, he does not know that you're there right now. So you're going to need to silently open the door, pop out behind him, and get up behind him with that blaster. So the first thing I'm going to need you to roll is a stealth roll. Good thing I have no ranks in stealth. Hey, that's a best thing. Um, <laughs> you didn't write a book about that, huh? About stealth? Uh, <laughs> turns Funny you should say that. I did well it i guess is, you did we have established that nimodian sparks has written like a spy series dan danger dan danger <laughs> i think it's dangar danger it's dan- danny it's danny danger dan dangar well it's dan a- dangar oh <laughs> kill me now so i have three my agility just raw is three it's three so that's three green what's the difficulty difficulty is going to be three dan dangar Bingo! Okay, that is um, two successes and two advantages. You definitely managed to sneak up behind him. Do I two-bike him as well? No, you don't two-bike him. Okay. Uh, now <laughs> we're need, actually at the two-bike. You two need bike. two bikes for <laughs> that move. In order to two-bike him, <clears throat> you're going to have to shoot him! <laughs> I would like to shoot him, please. I mean, if I don't make this, I don't deserve to make this. Uh, yeah, that's two successes and two advantages. Okay, so you shoot him. The door silently opens. Um, I think you have to actually deactivate power to the door and open it manually in order to prevent, like, the door opening sound effect from happening. Mm-hmm. You creep out behind him and you put your gun to his back. What does Nimodian Sparks say as he fires on the surprised bounty hunter? Looks like Dan just got... Dangerous. <laughs> That's beyond perfect. Uh, how much damage did you do? Uh, five. Things change when you kill a man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you sneak up behind him. You put this light blaster to his back. You fire, and you see the blaster scoring uh, like light up his back. Uh, Was it on kill? Not stun. Wait, actually, how did you decide to do it? This is very important. I feel like it was on kill, but accidentally. Okay. I thought it was on stun. Oh. You shoot to his back, and you can see it light up with the red of the blaster fire. It strikes against his armor. It, it glows orange, illuminating the area of the hallway around you. Slowly, it cools down and melts away part of the armor as he turns around to face you completely uninjured. Let's cut over to Tamlin. <laughs> so Tamlin is caught in the stare of this droid, and uh, it's one of those scary-looking medical droids, correct? That is correct. Tamlin has no idea that you can't... Well, I mean, and he's right, uh, that you can't use the Force on droids. Oh, can't use the influence ability of the Force. Okay. Right. And, uh, I mean, you and I know that you can, in fact, use influence, but it's a more complicated thing. So, um, Talon's going to try to influence this droid. 
and uh, calm it down. Tamlin's pretty good at calming things down. Okay. Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna try his usual tactics. He reaches out with the force, then surrounds the the droid in a pale green light, and really tries to to dig in and connect with him and figure it out. Let's see how the how it goes. So, what's uh, the droid's discipline? I understand that it probably isn't going to work, but I want to try. Medicine, I believe, is his discipline. Uh, he's got a discipline of one. What's the stat for discipline? Oh, uh, will. Okay, so you're rolling against one red. Okay, so it is uh, two successes and one dark side. So uh, if he were a, a being, this would work. Mm-hmm. But uh, how? What do you think happens? Tamlin mm. tries to reach out with the uh, to this droid's mind. It does look different than the minds of beings, which are a lot more chaotic. Uh, there are singular looping focuses in this. Tamlin, I think, actually, once he starts to examine it, he sees areas like, oh, I could see this being easier to influence. But when he actually tries to apply his influence, it keeps getting routed against a wall. As he changes the way this mind works, there's something that immediately overwrites it and brings back the aggression. Uh, because he was so successful, it's all rooted to the restraining bolt that he sees on the droid, and he gets forced back as the droid charges towards him. Oh, no. And let's see here. Uh, so it pulls out its like little bone saw and you can hear the whirl through the air as like in the shadowy warehouse, Tamlin sees the saw glint as the droid charges towards him. It slams into the wall behind Tamlin as he ducks out of the way. Let's turn back to Mr. Sparks. I mean, let's try again. Uh, But this time is is his head armored in any way? His head is not armored in any way. I'm going to aim for the head then. Yeah, that is three successes and a threat. Heck yeah. Excellent. Uh, so the three successes is the, the five damage. Yes. The blaster flashes again. This time uh, you can see it melt through the armor and actually singe his skin. <laughs> the creature roars in pain mm. and uh, his arms lunge forward to grab you on both of your shoulders. Nemo feels the claws dig into his skin as the creature attacks. Oh, no. No. I'll be fine. Don't get hurt. You just decided to be brave. I know. That's what I get. So he actually misses. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how does uh, Nemodian Sparks get out of the way? So... What kind of attack is he doing? Because you said he's grabbing on yeah, the both of my shoulders. Yeah, he was trying to grab both of your shoulders and just dig his claws into your shoulders. So he does grab both of my shoulders, but when he tries to dig in, mm-hmm. I can I do my next roll before I describe what happens? Because yeah. depending on how yeah, yeah, the yeah. roll goes. That's a better way to do it. I want to try and headbutt him. Yeah! Great! <laughs> brawl, Be- brawl, brawl, brawl. Because this is exactly like my book, Kamino Kung Fu. <laughs> Roll brawl against two purple and take your blue die, you filthy, filthy <laughs> cheater. That was two purple, you said? Uh, yes. All right, I ain't mad at that. That is three successes and an advantage. Excellent. So, so what happened is he grabbed onto my shoulders, and as soon as he tried to dig my claws in, I reared my head back and then butted my head into his head. Perfect. What is your brawn? Two. Two, and you got two successes? Three successes. Three successes. Oh, goodness. Okay, so that's five more damage. I can't believe this happened. He, as you headbutt him, (laughs) 
staggers. I guess he had a glass jaw and crumples to the ground. Yay! You're so cool. Uh, we cut back to Tamlin. Real quick, as he falls, mm-hmm. when you deal with Dan, you're going to die. <laughs> and at that moment, uh, some of his blood trickles down to his eye, and he freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut over to Tamlin? Cut over to Tamlin. Okay. Tam Tam draws his gun. He, like, analyzes this situation, looks at the the whirring blade right next to his head, mm-hmm. looks between the legs of the droid, goes to scootaloo through to get himself at uh, a different range band, and gets in a, a crouchy, cool position and uh, fires twice trying to hit as the, the droid turns on its swivels on its hips to stare back at him, trying to get the restraining bolt. And as he shoots, he goes, pew, pew. He says it? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Okay, this is interesting. We decided at the beginning, Tamlin's gun was worked on by Lenik to, to only do stun. To only do stun. But I believe the way that stun works on droids is that it's not actually doing stun damage to them because that doesn't make sense, but it is messing with their internal components in a way similar to an ion thing. So it does degrade them because otherwise playing a bro- droid is broken. So, uh, yeah, Tamlin takes aim and goes, pew, pew, and tries to shoot it against two purple, I presume. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any armor or anything. Uh, no armor that I can see here. Well, that is a hit with an extra and a threat. Six damage coming at the droid. Okay. Uh, six stun and a, and a threat. Uh, so you see that, you know, blue circle go out over the droid. It washes over the droid and, like, little blue lightning bolts appear over its body. Damage report. <laughs> Eliminating intruder. I'm not an intruder. Negative. What do you mean, negative? Classified. Intruder. Not authorized personnel. Look, I'm here to save you. Unclear. While they're doing this, this droid is, like, whirling at Tamlin with the saw, and he is, like, sort of dodging out of the way, going between pipes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tamlin keeps dodging and then trying to refocus his gun on the guy. Look, there's no reason that we should have to fight. You're not supposed to even fight, because you're supposed to help people. Affirmative. And you can (laughs) see Tamlin is right behind some pipes. Uh, The saw slams into the pipes and starts shooting up sparks everywhere. Uh, Yeah, it gets really close to to Tamlin's head, and Tamlin looks critically at the droid. I... I know that they're probably making you do this, so... Affirmative. Okay, but if I get hurt, would you be able to to help me instead? Unclear. Tamlin puts his hands to the sparking area so he gets burned. Uh, you can see... I want you to make some sort of check. Because what? You're, what, what you're doing right now... I would consider damage to the droid's internal systems because it has its own internal programming being a medical droid that is currently directly butting up against its programming as uh, from the restraining bolt. I feel like I'm doing a negotiation or a charm, though. A negotiation. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I think that's the skill that you would have to use against these internal systems. What, does that go off the droid's discipline? I think it probably does. So that's will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so against a red die. Can I have a blue die to it because I've worked out the logic of the situation pretty well? Yes, um, but it takes a black die because it's actually good at negotiations. Mm. Well, that is a just a, uh, a success. Success isn't that two successes? Yeah, I succeed by t- by with an extra. With okay. A bump. 
So that is going to be on. T- what's Tamlin's presence? Uh, two. Two. So that is going to be three extra stun damage. Tamlin can feel in the force, the droid's mind, uh, this uh, thing that was shooting throughout the droid, rerouting different servers, is clashing against a steel wall with inside the droid, the yeah. core programming of this droid, its prime directives. Mm-hmm. And you can see the prime directives struggling against this thing, this corrupt piece of programming inside it. I hold out my little hurt hand. I'm very small and I'm hurt. <laughs> The droid is, like, drifting <laughs> over. It's got uh, one hand with the bone saw and the other hand, like, trying to inspect it. And it's, like, <laughs> bringing the saw slowly down and it can't quite figure out what to do. It is going to make an attack against Tamlin. Yeah. Okay, so it hits. <gasps> oh, no. It's making a melee attack? Yes. Okay. So that is two damage coming at Tamlin. Oh, no. Okay. Well, um, what's your soak? Well, two. Um, cool. cool. So, <laughs> so it does nothing. Uh, yeah. Well, it comes around and it, like mm-hmm. going right for Tamlin's head. And Tamlin's like trying to stick with it and, and empathize with the droid because, oh, baby Tamlin, mm-hmm. he doesn't know. And uh, it just goes into one of Tamlin's horns and like and gives goes, him a little horn cut. Yeah. It gives him a little horn cut that it doesn't. That's just like getting his nails clipped. Do they grow bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. That's what Darth Maul has to, they have to shave them down all the time. So that's why when he turns real evil, they yeah, go that they're really, really longer. They're oh, re- really, cool. really longer. Really Can long. you imagine how Bacta has to like sit and file those with a file? Can and you Tamlin imagine? Does not want to sit still how that distressed Bacta is going to be when he comes back and Tamlin has one of his horns cut off. I oh. feel like sometimes, like Lenik will file them down, and then Tamlin will file his nails. Oh, he doesn't have nails. Tamlin's all about. Putting nail polish on his horns. Oh, oh yes. Oh, he, he gets French manicures on each one. Oh, oh my God. So that's what happens. So his little horn gets yeah, cut off. Yeah, his little horn gets and cut he, off. And, he, and he, we see it fall to the floor. Yeah, and he's, you know, he is unaffected. All right. Uh, you got to roll, roll this other negotiation. How are you getting through to this droid? Well, oh, interesting. Look. One of my best friends is a medic, and he says that all medics have to take a hippopotamus. And a hippopotamus means that you can't hurt anybody. So I know you don't want to hurt me, so you shouldn't do it, and I will help you. I'm really hurt. Look. All right. uh, Roll that negotiation. Oh, my gosh. This is too much. (laughs) It is. It's too much. (laughs) This is exactly how Bacta stopped Tamlin from killing everybody with a lightsaber. He made Tamlin take the Hippocratic Oath. Oh, no. Wait, I didn't roll. I didn't. I you didn't, didn't roll your other. Roll the right dice at all. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Still. So. Failure with an advantage. You can see that its programming is not working properly. Like, the restraining bolt is, like, redoubling and starting to take over. Okay. Then can my advantage be that uh, while he's doing that, I am mm-hmm. like looking at him and his open arm, and I keep looking at the restraining bolt, so I can I can use it to be aiming on the thing. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's cut back to Nemo. Did the other two guys hear what just went down? Yeah, you hear from around the corner. Hey, what was that? I thought I heard a blaster. Nothing. We got to roll that deception. What's the difficulty? And you just say nothing. Weapons malfunction. Okay. What's the difficulty? Difficulty is n- now going to be three. Depending on what you said, it could have been lower. 
Mm, bummer. <laughs> and that's a success with three threats. Success with three threats. Yeah. Okay. Go con man. Go con man. <laughs> Stay off the comms. <laughs> this is serious. Keep your hand off that trigger finger. Sorry, I thought I saw something. They want him alive. Just the wind. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, <laughs> so you have this unconscious Trandoshan right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going to do? Can I try and stuff him back in the closet where I was hiding? Uh, yes, this is going to take an athletics check. Ooh. What's the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty is going to be, I think, two. You know, you're dragging it. No, it's a wash, uh, so I fail. You're trying to move him. He's probably 250 pounds. He is a solidly built uh, lizard person. Uh, there's just no way you're going to be able to roll him under your own power. Then I then I just want to make a dash. Okay, so you're going up to the main door. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do when you get to the main door? When I get to this door, how far do I have to go after this to get to Tamlin? Uh, so once you get this door, you will open it up and it'll be that big network of catwalks over the giant piles of trash that are also covered in cameras. Okay. And we, like we see as Nimodian Sparks is like now crouching stealthily along the hall. He puts his back up next to the hall and like looks down and he can see in either direction the backs of the other two bounty hunters moving in opposite directions. Before I go in the door, I want to try and take a shot at one of them. Okay. So you're going to, like, open up the door, shoot at one of them, and quickly dash inside? Yeah. Difficulty is going to be two. That's two successes and two advantages. Oh, No, two successes, sorry. Heck yeah. You Which which one are you shooting? Are you shooting at half squat or zonk? Which one had the heavier gun? That was half squat. I shoot at half squat. Excellent. And that's five damage. Half squat, you can see him tumble to the ground. Ah! He does appear to still be conscious, but he has fallen prone. Zonk turns around and takes some shot, takes a shot at you as you duck back into the door. Okay, and that misses. Plasma blasts at the side of the door. Sparks fly. One of them gets on the skin of your, of Nemo's neck and he feels it burn a little bit. Uh, it was close but he's unharmed. You duck inside and you see this massive cavern of catwalks and huge piles of trash. And that horrible odor that was outside before is now pervasive in every part of your senses. Even with the dulled sense of smell that Rodians have, it stinks. Is there some sort of locking mechanism on this door that I can shoot to lock it? A la Star Wars. Yes, though that would lock you inside away from your only method of escape. That's okay, because all we'll have to do is shoot it again, and it'll open right back up. I don't think that's how mechanics work. Well, did, didn't Tamlin get through vents? Well, Tamlin, he, only he, he, can, only he can get through the vents. But he has, he, you can totally do that. I just want you to be aware uh, that that is a thing that you're doing. No, I'll take my chances. Okay. Catwalks are good places to have fights. Okay. A la Star Wars. <laughs> So I, I want to run towards where Tamlin is. Okay. Uh, just taking off to where Tamlin is. Yeah. Um, how do you know where Tamlin is? Wasn't he monitoring me? Okay. Do you got, you guys have like some sort of GPS or something that you're connected with? If that exists, yes. In yes. Rebels, it feels like they don't, don't have, have that. that. Yeah, I don't think they do have that. <laughs> okay. Then I, I want to call him on the comms. Mm-hmm. We have comms, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have comms. Tup. 
Tup, you hear me? You hear that in your ear as the droid is now like its legs are trying to walk away from you yeah. and its torso <laughs> is trying to get at you. I keep aiming on that thing and hit my my comm with my shoulder. Coming in loud and clear, Coleman. Where are you? I'm coming for you. I'm in the med bay. Hold on a second. And he, he shoulder hits again. He's like, are you going to be okay? I don't think you are. I'm sorry. Super pew. <laughs> Um, so he is aiming at the, I've taken like a double aim at the thing to, to target the, the restraining bolt. Okay. <laughs> Okie doke. Four a successes, a, a threat, and a triumph. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, so five successes, I guess. So that is nine damage coming at him. Yeah, nine stun coming at that restraining bolt, plus a triumph, plus a threat. I think that droid's our pet now. Yeah, okay, so yeah, the bolt then shorts out, and you can feel the medical droid's mind, like, right itself. Hey there, little buddy. You okay? Negative. Well, it's gonna be fine. My friend Coneman's going to be here any second. He's very responsible. I'm, uh, right here. Walked in on something real crazy, but I'm glad everything's okay. Tamlin runs over and hugs him and hey, then goes, top. oh, and then runs back and grabs the restraining bolt and puts it in its pocket. What's going on out there? Oh, not much. We should go. What do you mean? Well, I, uh, well, I knocked two guys out and one more's after us. How'd you do it? Did you shoot someone? I shot one of them and I headbutted the other one. I'm proud of you. You're getting real brave. Thanks. I kind of had no choice. And I feel a darkness creeping over me ever since I, you know, killed that one person. That's great and all. How about you carry him and I'll hold on to my friend here. What's your name? M-E-D-0-0-1. Really? My designation is M-E-D-0-0-1. Okay, Medui. Let's go. <laughs> um. Negative. I am unable to leave my post. But, oh, okay. Can you tell us, is someone, why are they taking this person? There's a person still on the bed, right? Limited vocabulary. That means that we're going to have to ask yes or no questions. Affirmative. Do you know who this person is? Negative. Do you know why they're here? Affirmative. Was the droid that was in here earlier, was he good? Negative. Is he in charge? Affirmative. Okay, that's not good. That means that there's a droid doing this. So we have to go get the SPCB. Affirmative. You were a lot more helpful than I expected you to be, MED01. Medui's great. You leave him alone. <laughs> Medui, this person, if we leave them right now, are they going to be okay? Unclear. I think we should try to get them out of here. I've had not great luck moving unconscious bodies before, seconds before, but I'll do my best. I would like to. Is that another acrobatics or athletics? Athletics, sorry. yeah. To <laughs> pick up. I'd like to toss them into the air. Again, uh, an average check. I'd like to search around for a stretcher. Oh yeah. If you can find a stretcher, actually, make your uh, spot check. Uh, th th that's an average difficulty, and that will change. If you manage to find it, that's going to make it an easy check to move this body. So three, three, nope, total wash. Okay. 
No stretchers down here. That's a failure and uh, an advantage. So you see Nemo pull this person's torso to his. He wraps his arms around this person's torso and pulls with his back and then just pulls the unconscious person down on top of him. (laughs) Got him. Well, I don't think that's going to work very well. Tamlin takes out. Uh, okay, this isn't a roast, buddy. <laughs> a data pad and takes a picture. Okay, come on. Hey, I don't know if this is a rude question, and if it is, let me know. Are you able to lift him with the force? Or at least make him lighter? Oh, yeah! Tamlin reaches out with both of his hands and tries real hard. Well? He doesn't even have this ability, though. Oh, it's a herglick? Yeah. Okay, so you have a giant, like, whale, whale person, person on, on you. you. <laughs> so that's going to make this difficulty three. Okay. Okay. So, oh, little Tam, he reaches You've out. You've got a lot of light side points. No, thanks. Yeah. I got one success. All right. And a light side. So, yeah. For So, Nemo. It is getting hard to breathe. At first, you had a pretty good humor about this herglick on top of you situation, but then you felt its weight pressing down on you and it getting harder and harder to draw in new breaths. And you're trying to, you know, be cheerful for Tamlin and not freak him out, but you also think this could be how you die. Tup, you, uh, you got it? You got it? Uh, You got it, Tup? Yeah, I got it. Don't worry. I'm not worried. Never Uh, worried. Where should I put him? It's kind of heavy. Just up. Just up. Uh, and slowly you feel the weight coming uh, off. Uh, I, roll, I roll out from underneath. Mm-hmm. Oh, good job. Oh, my God. I knew you could do it. With- <laughs> so oh. uh, that's, there's like a, a, p- a puffy pale green, you know, light that Tamlin sees as he lowers the, the, the herglick back onto the bed and kind of like as softly as possible. Well, I don't think that's going to work at all. No, me neither. No. Mm-mm. So do we have a way to record stuff? Stuff in this room so that we could give maybe a live feed to the SPCB. Negative. Beyond memory servers. Well, what about you, Common? What do you mean, what about me? Do you have a video recorder? A hollow recorder? Do I? I'm going to flip a light side. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I do. I never leave home without it in case I see something that I'd like to put in a book. Yeah, in case you have a memo that you need mm-hmm. to take. Note to self. So we should leave that here and we should leave it recording and we should sneak back up and report this because I think they have plenty of evidence. Okay. I mean, sounds good to me. All right. Uh, so you guys have to try and sneak out. We Wait, we knew that there were herglicks missing, didn't we? No, you didn't. You did not do part of the mission oh no i had just written down that uh i had just drawn a herglick earlier today Yeah, you had drawn a herglick so you uh, you had some inclination through the force that something was going on right okay cool 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 in terms of sneaking out like i read on aggravated on alderaan the best way to sneak through a thing is simply to walk confidently so i feel like if we just mosey on out we're gonna be fine I agree, as long as we don't run into the one man who is trying to shoot me. Okay. Tamlin pops up the collar to his little trench coat and then pulls down the brim of his his, his, uh, bowler. his little bowler and then looks back at, at the droid. Medui, you stay frosty. We'll be back for you. Nemo grabs a, just a data pad from... Some data pad, right? Is that okay? Can I grab a data pad from yeah. somewhere? I pick up a data pad and, and look intently like I'm using a data pad. Caution! 
and you see the medical droid indicating out the door, uh, you can see that main entrance into the trash processing facility. Uh, there are a lot of people in security uniforms uh, milling about that door. Do you think it's the fuzz and we have to cheese it? Or do you think that they're good guys? I don't think that they're good guys. Uh, actually, I have a back to basics moment <laughs> for you guys. Uh, so the fuzz is called the fuzz in Star Wars because humans have hair. Oh, you're probably right because authority is never good. I'll allow it. <laughs> I think we should still stick with our plan. Walk swiftly and confidently like we know what we're doing. Okie doke. But have your gun ready. Just secret. He uh he like pulls back where you see it. It's at his hip, ready to go. I feel like Tamlin can't wink, so he he blinks oh, very like oh, obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, he blinks. No, <laughs> no, it's too good. So you guys are approaching these uh, security personnel and just trying to casually walk out. I'm just keeping it super cas, super uh, natch. So I need you to make a hard stealth check well i think we're doing this as a combined effort Mm -hmm. yes this is a combined check i have three greens yeah and i would bump up one to a yellow okay presuming i mean we definitely get a blue for reading aggravated on alderaan right for reading and writing it come on this is this the whole thing is getting real thin It seems like Nemo should have spent 50 points just to get a blue dive for simply anything and everything that he has done. Uh, Fine, I won't take a blue one for that. I'll take a blue one because we're talking very intently about medical things coming from the medical room. And we also have our collars popped up and our hats smushed down. Oh, guys, I'm not buying it. I am not buying it. If you want to increase your chances of succeeding this check, you can flip a light side point. What's the difficulty? Four? It is three. Three? Oh, it's three purple. I could be three purple in my sleep. Um, yeah, that is nope. That is two advantages. Bummer. Uh, so you try to walk past the. Can our advantages be that we are approached by like one or two people? Yeah. So what what you see there is mm-hmm. a scene of security personnel uh, floating around this area and a protocol droid as well you start walking out and one of the security personnel catches your eye wow 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 hold up hold up (laughs) who are these two (laughs) you there in the trench coat identify yourself uh force power i don't know that you're doing this though (laughs) like whatever i say I don't realize that you have done this. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, man, yeah. this is great. Oh, my. Um... But do you think Matthew McConaughey is weak-willed? I I couldn't tell at first you're doing Matthew McConaughey or Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. And I don't uh, know which I prefer. You know what? It's somewhere it's in the Bill McConaughey Clinton. Clinton. I don't think he's that strong-willed. <laughs> well, if it was What's Bill Clinton, discipline? it'd be more like this. That's you know, true. What's he his... got the age in no, there. No, stick with, uh, McConaughey. Yeah, stick with up, McConaughey. Slick. What's his dis- What's his discipline? Is it it's willpower? Yeah. It's two. And is there a I'm skill upgrading. that's associated with this? Uh, discipline, as I said. Yes. Uh, so that is one red and one purple. Okay. Oh, Tam Tam. Even odds. 
Mm. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> okay, so two threats, but a success with a dark side. Ooh. So he asks, mm-hmm. he asks me to identify myself. Identify yourself. Special Agent Pine Coneman. I'm here for the inspection. Pine Coneman for the inspection. I flip this light side point so I can use that dark side point because Tamlin is very comfortable at this moment, mm-hmm. pushing himself further down that dark side path and reaches as hard as he can into this guy's mind and warps the the truth. <laughs> you get a the little squiggle of black line going by Tamlin's eye as he makes him believe that uh, that we are okay to be here for that inspection. You say you are spe- you identify yourself as a special agent. Um, you're watching his face and you see a little bit of recognition as he looks on you, and then a hint of fear. Special agent here for an inspection. Yeah. Well, I sure hope you found what you were looking for. We did. Thank you very much. Excuse me, I was not aware of an inspection taking place today. Who's this? Ah, nice to meet you. I am M453R. M543R. Talon takes out his data pad and takes a picture of him. You can see, like, the droid's eyes are yellow. They click red for a second and then click back to yellow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gentlemen, I would prefer that we clean up this scene as quickly as possible. I do believe these prisoners should be processed immediately. Like, he's got a toothpick in his mouth. He takes it out of his mouth. The droid does? No. Oh, I was going to say. The police inspector. All right. Grab the interlopers and uh, I'll expect y'all to fax over a copy of your report. It's always good to have the SPCB assisting on scene. Don't I know it. Make sure you give us a call next time you come in. Well, it was an... A surprise inspection, just to make sure everything's... It certainly was, Inspector Coneman. It certainly was. And uh, your name was? Matu McCall. You can just call me Matu. All right, Matu, I will uh, I'll just make a note of that here on my log, and we'll be on our way. Okay, cool. So we book out of there. Mm-hmm. We cl- calmly walk outside, close the door, then I grab your hand. We gotta get out of here! I can't believe that worked! Let's go! I can't believe that worked. And we go running down the hall. No one's following us or anything. No right? one is following you. Okay, so uh, we scoot around. You do see as you're booking it out of there. Uh, the other, the bounty hunters are in restraints. Um, you see half squat, uh, still, still conscious. Uh, look at you guys, like glare at you guys as you round the corner and head to the elevator. Tamlin takes two fingers and pulls down on his eyelids and blows a raspberry at the guy. <laughs> Do we make it out? Yeah, you make it out. So we come scooting around back up into the the open area, right? That's the it's evening now. It's starting to get near evening. Yeah, and people are it's like, foggy for sure. Yeah, that's there. Are some foggy kids inside. playing. <laughs> There's some kids playing the in a station. playground. Um, <laughs> well, they just did the cleaning rain, so like, yeah. right. they have to heat up the floor to uh, make it evaporate, mm. so they can recollect. They've it. got a proper water cycle going in there. Yep. Okay, so what I got from that is that people in the police office are on the take and know about this situation, so now we have to find one honest cop. This is a really good danger game. <laughs> that's that's what Danger Dan calls each one of his missions. Actually, a danger I, game. I don't even know if that's dialogue. Uh, Tamlin's sort of unraveling this in his mind. Oh, oh. yeah, So yeah. we need a short monologue piece. As I looked out, at the fog-laden streets of the spaceport, 
I was thinking, wow, man, this is really good. This is the best game that I could have. Well, not the best, because if there had been two cases that wound up being the same case, it would have been a perfect danger mission. But I feel like we skipped some steps. So instead, now I gotta go straight to finding one honest cop. And then he turns and he looks at Coma and he goes, we gotta find one honest cop. Yeah, buddy, I heard you. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Has he been doing that the whole time? No! <laughs> God damn! Uh, well, well, we gotta because I think otherwise that whale is gonna get hurt. Okay, that's it's <laughs> very cruel to say. Is it that whale? Yeah, the 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 hurt glick. Oh. That's a lot nicer. What? You shouldn't call them whales? No, it's, it's... I feel like it's a little rude. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna need you to help me out on that stuff. I understand. Because I feel like my uncles are kind of scattershot. Yes, they're very rude. Yeah. <laughs> so... No, they're extremely rude people. Okay, so... Just like, you know, when when Uncle Trist calls Uncle Lenick bug face. It's not... I know that's, that's not mean. nice. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of funny, though, sometimes. It is, it is kind of funny, but it's also hurtful. And sometimes... Sometimes the funniest things are the most hurtful. <laughs> okay, so just the herglick. Mm-hmm. It's best to to just think those things and laugh to yourself. Well, okay. Um, I'm also very worried about our friend Majui. So let's go. Let's go. All right. Okay. So where are you guys going? To the. Okay, so if we're gonna to find one honest cop, <laughs> that's find, not a good direction. If we're gonna okay. find one honest cop, where would we go? The ice cream shop. No, probably a bar, right? Oh. Because they're depressed because everybody else is on the take and they're the only one in the office who's got their stuff together and their daughter won't talk to them anymore. So they drown their sorrows in whiskey and in spice and probably women. So we should go to the <laughs> So we should go to the bar because it's just just passing 7.30, and just at that point where it's going to be really pathetic for them to be there alone. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. <laughs> to the bar we go. End of episode. Now, how about a Dear Monarch letter? Dear Monarch, I've heard you have some financial issues of late. I'm curious if you'd be interested in a small business opportunity. I represent a tour manufacturing company, and I would like to know if you could send us your likenesses for a new line of action figures. We'd also be interested in your input on potential accessories, playsets, and vehicles. On the subject of accessories, we cannot have anything too small or too sharp. We've already had issues of choking linked to the Darth Vader prototype. I look forward to hearing from you soon. From Nonoko... CEO of Space Kenner. Yes. No. Yes, we are absolutely. No, no, we no, have no, no, no. I have been burned on this before, okay? There are toys of you? No, not toys. How to describe it? Full sized, no, inflatable. No. We're already done with answering okay, that question. Okay, I'm just saying that I've been burned what? on it before because they tell you uh, it's going to be, you know, anatomically correct, and then it shows up and it's like way off. Okay, what were you ordering? I don't need to know. I don't need to know. I didn't sit Buddy. in a plaster mold for 24 hours. 
to get 24 hours. You know what? I think maybe I was being taken advantage of in this situation. Mm, you, maybe you think. Well, you know what? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Isn't it? No, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. Good, buddy. We can't send anyone our likenesses. Uh, think about it. we're fugitives. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Okay. I want toys of everyone, so I would like this. It wouldn't it be more fun if you just had, you know, toys of people you don't know slash have never met? No. It would be more fun to have toys of everyone on the ship. Think about it. We could have a Tony toy, and he would have a ham and probably a rabbit. Those would be his accessories. I Ham's too sharp. I think he should have Kids a collar. I think he should have a collar, but I understand if that's too small. Oh, I mean, I feel like that would just be part of the mold if we were doing that, but uh, that's besides the point. What are the I'm not odds? getting into another mold. That a toy company follows the podcast of a bunch of space fugitives and is like, oh, well, but they would be really good for a line of toys. Um, the ones with good fashion sense, because we all look pretty cool. So they must have seen what we look like on all of the news programs that have what we look like on them. Yeah, I'm really not thrilled about those news pro. How many news programs actually... Apart from The Empire's Most Wanted. Oh, I watch The Hollow Net a lot, and you guys are on it, so... You know what? Just me thinking, thinking out loud here, Leenik is actually kind of the perfect role, a model for an action figure. I mean, think about it. <gasps> you can switch out his hands! Switch out his hands. Switch wigs! out his wigs. Honestly, switch uh, out his makeup and, and have, like, different disguises and costumes. Uh, I feel like you would lose that eye patch right away. Well, oh, then you yeah. just graft on the eye patch. Maybe that's an attached. Maybe the eye patch doesn't come off. Yeah, it's a part of it. Yeah, I like that plan. I would like an Uncle Lenick toy very much. I'd buy a Lenick. I mean, they're basically already toys <laughs> of me. You can get a clone toy. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're not too clone. hard to find. Well, they're they all have hair you. on them, yeah. and I don't like it because when you remove the hair, then there are all these little dots all over the toy where the hair was, and I don't like that. So I think that they should just make one that's bald. Well, I mean, I'm sure we could find somebody who would sculpt a bald head if you wanted a Becta Well, door. we should do that. Okay. And then um, Uncle Trist... If you Trist- guys are looking for a sculptor, I have a guy. But like I said, I don't think he's 100% reliable, but he will make a model. Okay, so then you one of... You have to do weird stuff No, but there's one of you. <laughs> What's that? But then I get a toy of you, and you'd fly the ship. And um, now, I think you'd probably have two blasters. If they want to make a Minoc model, I'm fine with that, okay? That seems cool. Um, There's got to be a Skip Ray model. If you were creating a line of toys to play with starships in the Star Wars universe... You mean our in, universe? In, in our universe. Did you, what did you just call it? I, I can't remember. If you were going to create you a line Star Wars. and maybe create a bunch of rules... I guess, that makes sense. So I guess these, we have lots we of wars. The stars amongst and we the have stars. Wars. Yeah. If you're going to create it in Back our to universe, specifically, he coined why that, correct? wouldn't yeah. you create a skip ray blast boat? I feel like that's a no-brainer. That would be one of the first ships that I made. You guys are adults, so I understand why you're missing up. Like you're messing up here, because it would be nice to have a Minoc, but they're not going to make a Minoc that's the right size to have the toys. And if they did, the toys would be too small to mean anything. I'm just thinking of like a game where you've got miniature versions of great big ships, and you know you make them fight using dice with crazy symbols on. Why would I want that? I I want action figures. Star Wars doesn't really apply to us though, because we're not really at war. We're really just kind of. 
trekking around well, this we've universe. We've got one of the most important. Maybe we call ours the space adventure universe. Yeah. Space adventure. Space adventures. So that's, we do that. And um, Uncle Lynn should probably have books. And um, I, I need a lot of things. So I need a, uh, my lightsaber. I need spiky armor. Too sharp, too spiky. Um, <laughs> the spiky armor is going to be a real. I'm telling you, kid, this but is the this is the game. But that's kids could choke on it. That's terrible. This is why well, you don't want kids to choke. I guess I could wear my pajamas and you have oven mitts for bed sabers. You yeah. know what, though, you could make you can make everybody have a rooster oven mitt. So. I'm sorry to say this, buddy, but um, right now you're kind of flying under the radar. You don't even yeah. have a wanted poster for yourself, so you can't have an action figure of yourself. I mean, Ava hasn't even put... Like, they don't have a bounty on you No because... one would know who you are. But I don't... But a toy... You can't have one. You're, you're, off the, you're off the grid. Well, what if we made one, though? We, we could make one, I'm sure. So, we'll... You want me to call my guy? Um... Well, I don't know. He sounds scary. He so. is scary. I, I can see why a child would think he is terrifying. <laughs> so we'll get them toys made otherwise, though, right? Yeah, we, we'll go out and we'll find a way. I think that'd be a fun activity for the whole crew to do is go get toys made. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so thank you, Space Kenner, but I think we're going to move in a different direction. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign SideQuest. Coneman and Tup will return in the final episode of Campaign SideQuest, Coneman and Tup, A Pepper Tup, and Pine Coneman Adventure. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. Blurry Photos humorously sheds light on the shadowy topics of the world, from cryptozoology and the paranormal to conspiracies and the unexplained. David and David want you to learn something weird. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, this week we feature Night on the Dock Sax by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. All other music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time. May the force be with you, always.